Kicks him. Oh my God. Oh my it's God. over. We've got a new champion. Got a new champion. Bring the bell. We have a new OTT world champion. He is the ring general. He is Mr. Ring Camp. He is Walter Shock. sports entertainer of all time. And Goldie, Goldie and I were staying together. The fact is, Johnny Gargano may have won the battle, but I will always win the war. I love myself. Now stop being so condescending to the champ and get out of my ring. you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. The champ, the only champ. I wasn't meant to be the talk of the entire industry, but here I am. Did you get over the Christmas okay you did? Oh yeah, Christmas, yeah, it was, it was great. Amazing Christmas, so I did. All the food. Feels like a lifetime ago already, doesn't it? It really does. Jeez, I haven't seen you in a long time, lads. Jeez, in seven days, I'd say. I miss you, I miss you so much. It's oh, been seven hours and six long days. I see over the Christmas you haven't gotten rid of your singing bug. <laughs> no, it's only gotten worse. <laughs> Shouldn't be any more Christmas songs though now because Christmas is over though, so it's gonna be out lang syne for the rest of the show. And all the quaintance brought to life. He googled what the rest of those words are because <laughs> nobody knows what the words are. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we thought we'd do the second annual Bitteen Awards. With much less production value than last year. <laughs> yes, because Kirsty. last year nearly killed the sexy producer. <laughs> he put a lot of work into that and only got a somewhat amount of decent views or listens on it. Uh, who knows? I do have... Okay, Fabe. <laughs> <laughs> I do have time to post this. Maybe I find some time to do it. <laughs> uh, live to tape. 
<laughs> but yeah, we thought we'd yeah very quickly kind of do the awards for the year. We did like low, mm. we did five or six last year. Some we didn't even do nominations for. We just decided, which I still think we shouldn't bother with worst moment of the year. I think that's signed, sealed, delivered. Let's go. <laughs> but we'll do, we'll after honorable baby. mentions. I still say I'll put it to the group. I'll put this to the committee now. I say we call it the Lashley Sisters Award for, and the Lashley Sisters thing is barred from being nominated. <laughs> but anyway, just to build some suspense, because everyone's doing their end of year awards and everyone's going to pick the Lashley Sisters, but nobody's yeah. going to call it. But anyway, we'll see. And none are for... as prestigious as the illustrious Bedeens. Yes, the, the People's Lashley Sisters Award for worst song <laughs> of the year. Now guess what, Dana Brooke? It's boss time! Dar, he'll be dancing for hours. Boss time! Nikki, where do you want to start? Do you want to start from the bottom of the list here and work yeah, the way up or work I down? So I feel like... Actually, I feel moment should be last. Uh, best and worst moment last. Yeah, leave those last. And then we can, I say, start with best pay-per-view, worst pay-per-view of the year. And we work up from there and then do last, do last. Work up from best pay-per-view. Ah, uh, see. And then, yeah, gotcha. Perfect. Production quality. Production. Yeah, this is totally not planned. We had seven <laughs> days to plan this. But, you know, Christmas was busy. Jesus, I had a nice bit of turkey there the other day, whatever day it was. It was a mighty, day. mighty bit of gravy on it as well. It was the greatest oh. turkey. Ah, yes. And uh, <laughs> oh, I nearly spoiled it. Can I? Can I? Fitz, earmuffs. And Jesus didn't Rusev beat Nakamura for it the US amazing. title and everything. Huh? Yeah, we have a brand new US champion. Amazing. <laughs> you heard us. He's thick. Look at him. <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. There you go. You didn't actually hear that, did you? Nope. Okay. Gordo didn't know, did he? Because he, he's lost. I did, yeah. Oh, it's all right. Okay. <laughs> so there's a big moment next week or last week. And uh, yeah, this week's SmackDown. Yeah. Great episode of SmackDown, I thought personally. Mm. And great to see Mustafa Ali having another old victory under his belt. All of these things happened. <laughs> <laughs> a, great, a great week for the parish. Great week. And wasn't it great to get pissed on Christmas Eve and watch Raw? Oh, huh? yeah. And I tell you what, that tag team match was NXT quality. I'll tell you that. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a shame about the results, but that was a great match. Great match. Great match. Uh, so go for best first, I think. Start positive. Yeah. Go positive. So the best pay-per-view of the years, I find it on the notes. Nikki, you had All In. I did. I had All In as my best pay-per-view of the year because it was just felt like a feel-good show the whole way through. There wasn't really a bad match. It just, it was good. It was really good. It was better than anything else I think I've this year. I was on a whole and it was an event and it was, it was special. It was the feel-good hit of the kind of summer. <laughs> the just after the summer. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Um, I think we all oh we did all of us all was the full house all in first. every one of us had it number one we the, went all in on all in and if you want in. to go all in the uh, no but we all knew that when wrestling will work up the ways but um, there's an outlier there at the number two spot uh, I wonder if it was because he was in, in attendance maybe but Fitz <laughs> had NXT takeover in New Orleans while the rest of us had Wrestle Kingdom 12 to be fair, we all had TakeOver New Orleans at our number three, so there's maybe a slight bias coming into it, but mm. the two of these were pretty much 
pretty there close. Was very bit, yeah, there was very little between the two of them. Yeah, two fantastic shows. Um, you had Takeover Chicago appears here a lot as well. And Nicky, yours is the most recent, TLC. I thought TLC was very good. Up there Bar- in the company. So you're putting it in as the best WWE pay-per-view of the year. I think it was the best WWE. I said I'd put one WWE one in. I was between this or, or Evolution. I was torn between them. I went for TLC, probably because it's by recency bias. But I, I just thought... Women. It's everyday sexism. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> But I thought it was it was the best WWE, not including Shevolution show that they've done this year. Uh, I think the only one I had, you know, main, main roster was Evolution as well. Mm. Um, I had none. You had none. You had OTT's fourth anniversary. Uh, partly because of the rush I had to try and get across town for it. <laughs> you uh, just landed the... from your round the world travels. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Gordon on tour. Um had just ended and fair play to the two boys uh coming to the airport to pick me up and uh, we rushed across town but uh yeah i just thought to be honest the main event made it the walter osprey match that was, but that was even, the best odt show this year yeah and even stuff like having likes of uh like lij uh my, it was my first time getting to see minora suzuki live which mm. so th- there is live bias coming into this in a big way for me oh, yeah. but uh just it, it was a great show, and even watching it back was incredible. But yeah, as I said, stuff like Suzuki, Lij, uh, that main event, like you can actually see our faces during that main event. Yeah, and it's it's all real. Every last bit of it is real fucking emotion. So yeah, quality. See, I didn't know if that class was a paper for you. That's why I didn't include any. I I was trying, I was <laughs> trying to fit in a last show last second, so I said fuck it, I'm putting it in. Mm. We're, we're getting OTT repped in here. Yeah, oh, it'll be repped later on. Oh, it was. It's like I didn't have it in this section, but like if it was, it would definitely be in there. Yeah. Uh, there's no other outliers than Dominion. Fitz had Dominion when when Kenny won the title. I had which, Dominion. Uh, as well. We did, yeah. which won't be the only time it'll be mentioned here. Spoiler um, alert! Spoiler alert! Takeover Chicago Two was that amazing. Uh, the wedding ring spot with Johnny Takeover and Champa. That evil bastard man. Or. Are they just they're on the same wavelength now? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, Takeover New Orleans, as we discussed, that was the ladder match, six man ladder match, and the street fight. No, no. the unsanctioned match. Unsanctioned. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A bad year for WWE pay per views. Really was overall. I do like WWE overall in general. Yeah. Being honest, like Survivor Series wasn't terrible. Shevolution was good. And TLC was good. So they came good at the end of the year, but they had like nine and a half months of absolute shite. Ironically, the end of the year was also when they were having the worst Raw ratings they've ever had. Yeah. Like, WrestleMania yeah. was one of the worst shows I've ever seen. And I had to sit through it. Yeah. I had a similar Live. thing with 32. Mm. History will not be kind to those two shows. No. I was but thinking look, of putting the Rumble in here because the two Rumble matches were good and that... Yeah. I don't know. It's a great night for the Jets. Really. Great night for the Jets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, it's very consistent with what we picked. So I wonder if that's going to be the case with the worst pay per view of the year. I'll start yeah. off. Okay. I have a consistent. <laughs> <laughs> I have a nice lengthy list. And number one is Backlash. Uh, number two, three, four, and five also Backlash. <laughs> the worst pay per view of the year, possibly of all time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is the pay-per-view where we got like our most hits on any of our live YouTube posts. 
And you can see why so many podcasts and videos are negative because it equals clicks. Because this was all real, though. We just hated this. And we had a few pintings on board. Mm. Um, I, I, I believe I had a nice rant on that post show as well. It was a great night. Great night. Uh, yeah, we were consistent across the board on this. All four backlash. Yeah. Um, Awful. It was terrible. Uh, <laughs> remind us, was that the fucking Punjabi prison night or was this something else? All I remember was being utterly, utterly offended by this show. <laughs> <laughs> Which one was the Punjabi prison? Was it last year? Yeah, it was, yeah. La- it was last oh, it was year. Last year, Jinder was, was champion. Yeah, yeah Jinder was Jinder's one. Maybe that was Backlash 2017. <laughs> well, will, I ru- will I run through the amazing card for this show? Please do. Do it. Okay. So in the pre-show, we had Ruby Riot defeating Bailey. Then for the Intercontinental title, we had Seth Rollins defeating The Miz. For the w- Raw Women's title, we had Nia Jax defeating Alexa Bliss. <gasps> For the US title, we had Jeff Hardy defeating Randy Orton. Uh, we had Daniel Bryan defeating Big Cass by submission. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had, for the SmackDown Women's title, Carmella defeating Charlotte Flair. Uh, we had AJ Styles beating uh, ending, and Nakamura ending in a draw in a no-DQ match. Uh, we had Braun Strowman and Bobby Lashley defeating Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. And in our main event, in a non-title match, we had Roman Reigns defeating Samoa Joe in an incredibly boring match where the fans chanted, beat the traffic. And we want refunds. Yeah. What a night. What a night. What a day. I noticed that December to December, Crown Jewel, and the greatest Royal Rumble, Money in the Sand, appear on some of these lists. That's because they're glorified house shows. They were bad. Yeah. The, the Royal Rumble one, I, I enjoyed the actual Royal Rumble. But That's why that, it's lower on my list. Yeah, other than <laughs> that, everything else was just absolutely meaningless. Mm-hmm. Uh, like best, the best in the world tournament, I have a feeling, is the main reason why Crown Jewel is second on three of our lists. The only <laughs> exception being Steve, who picked Backlash. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, like this whole card. And the thing is, some of the matches were actually okay. The matches in the early stages of the tournament were actually pretty decent, but it all accounted for Let fucking nothing. Already. They really wanted, they wanted to do this whole show with as few people as possible. Uh, let's just remind people that number two, and I, I'll go along with you at number two there with that as well. Crown Jewel had the return of Shawn Michaels. <sighs> and it's the, we have it as the second worst pay-per-view of the year. We said it before it ever happened that he should not have been in this match. And <laughs> he carried the match because Triple H got injured and he had to carry the match because Kane and Undertaker are washed. <laughs> we said it last <laughs> week. Uh, we, obviously, last week, Triple H had his return to TV after it all. And to be fair, the man looked well for someone who had really bad fucking shoulder surgery so or titty surgery. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> maybe he went to the guy Charlotte used. I don't know. Yeah. I need a modest <laughs> Christmas as well, you know. That's true, yeah. <laughs> shit, I hope he's on that show. <laughs> or we'll be rumbled. People will know. Um, oh, shit, the truth is out. So, just to revert back. Now, Fitz, you had Fastlane, actually. And Extreme Rules. We all had Extreme Rules, except you. I had Backlash. Team Hell No. Oh, yeah. I have this problem where a lot of these pay-per-views have just mushed together into this pile of nothingness. <laughs> Spurs have scored. <laughs> yes, bye. Uh, um, we, uh... <laughs> First scored this time last week. 
<laughs> I, uh, yeah, it was around this time at nine oh three that Spurs scored, and I believe you were very happy about it. Uh, yes, my memory throwback. is <laughs> my memory is fucked with these pay per views. I think that's kind of that's why I had backlash down five times because I can't uh, remember which ones really annoyed me. Well, Fastlane had a uh, pre-show doesn't count, so it had uh, Nakamura against Rusev with Aiden English, and uh, Nakamura won. Uh, Randy Orton defeated Bobby Roode for the US title, which went twenty minutes. Oh, mother of Christ! Yes. <laughs> uh, Natalia and Carmella defeated Becky. Yeah, sorry, Becky and Naomi. Oh. Uh, and it shrunk my mouth when I saw that they beat Becky. That is like a foreign concept to me at the moment. Now. Yep. Uh, yeah. The Usos beat the New Day. Imagine that. Jesus. I know what they did. That ended the no contest. That ended the no contest. <laughs> going to keep All that right. feud going. Um, Charlotte beat Ruby Riot by submission. And AJ beat John Cena, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, Dolph Ziggler, and Baron Corbin. Oh, yeah. Oh, stop yeah, and uh, Extreme Rules wasn't much better. Uh, Extreme Rules was the one that ended with the Iron Man match for the IC title as the main event, Ziggler versus Rollins, and it was fell flat. And it was the 15 minute match between Bobby Lashley and Roman Reigns. Oh boy. I had forgotten that happened. And it was also where James Ellsworth was suspended above the ring in a shark cage. Ah, the Enzo box. Uh, the Ellsworth on a pole match. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so we'll do what we said we'd do we'll go back over these two and pick a top four we have to eliminate one essentially Nick do you want to take notes at the side of the four for the Twitter polls uh, or whatever yes Should we, yeah, I'll work out the stats later see which ones we actually oh, right, okay. I, I, I don't even know if we're going to bother putting up one's <coughs> review of the year it's backlash yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, well, we have yeah, to get the fun. voice of the people you know Yeah, it, it's, fun. it's backlash we got it that night it's our most listened to show it's backlash <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's true yeah, it is. That's the stands, Gordo. The stands. We need to get their vote. Oh, I understand. The Backlash, <laughs> Hate, and the Royal Rumble. Those are the two biggest shows we've ever done. I still maintain it's because we put a picture of Ronda Rousey on the SoundCloud. Oh, yeah, 100%. And her name as well. Yeah. We go uh, Breakout Star next. Yes. The Or do you want Future Star going back the way? Breakout Star Breakout first. first. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Perfect. <clears throat> so from the bottom up. I had Mustafa Ali, number five. Very good shout. I think he's going to have a great year coming up. He's now on SmackDown, so I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, and he had a lot of title matches, and he's there. He's had a good year. Sorry. Yes, (laughs) and he's been establishing the brand of 205 taped. So, Uh, Nick? So, yeah, Flip Gordon is who I have on my number five. I know a couple of you have had him as well. He's a good breakout year for himself as well, Ring of Honor. All in really helped him the... The whole being the elite series has helped him so much. I say he's probably gained the most out of it than anyone else. He's been over OTT a few times. He's fucking amazing live, and mm. I think he's just had a great year. Gordini, uh, I believe for this I went with uh, El Idolo, Andrade Cien Almas. A man, if the shakeup is to be believed, is featured heavily on SmackDown. Yeah, um, I just think if you look at where he was starting the year in NXT, just that's some of the matches he had in NXT. I know things went a bit rocky when he first got called up, but uh, I just think he established himself really well this year, and he's he's ended the year in a high as well. So we have. <clears throat> I'll go all four of your picks here for number four because it's a very odd mix. Nikki had the dream. Uh, Fitz had Carmella. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Just together, right? I had Juice Robinson and then Gordo had Devlin. It's such an odd mix. So I just looked across and went, that is the oddest stable in the history of professional wrestling. Uh, 
It is weird. I, I leave you were fit stock with Velveteen Dream because you picked him yes. as your number one. So we'll 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 hold him off maybe for a little bit. So uh, Fitz Carmella. Explain like, yourself. Look at look at the year she's had. Like wait, wait, I, dance break. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, but it's been Don't don't floss, we could get sued. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I wanted to, to scour my brain to think of the unorthodox ones that people wouldn't think of and as proven by the fact that no one else picked her. But like, if you look at her this time last year, she's had a title reign. She's beaten Charlotte and Asuka twice. She's competed with the best and actually held her own in those matches and shown actual wrestling ability. So I, while I'm not saying she's the best in the world, clearly that's the man. She has exceeded expectations greatly for me. And because of that, I think she deserves an honourable mention on this list. Fair enough. No, no complaints for me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Steve, Juice. Juice. Oh, Juice is loose about the hoose. I love this man. US title on him was great. That promo where he said he's going to rock into San Francisco with sparklers shooting out of his nipples and bald eagles flying out of his ass. And he doesn't care about a roll-up, Nicky. He'll roll a motherfucker up just like that. No problem. Uh, he's a great wrestler, um, just great character as well. The gear, yeah. the macho man style of gear, the light up hat. He's a throwback he, with the new style, the hair, strong style style. Um, I love him. He's great. And I wouldn't have been that familiar with CJ Parker back in the day. So he's essentially new to me. Mm. So I'm good with, I'm all down with juice. Yeah. Oh, no, Devlin. I had Devlin in mind. I changed it because we had it before you came back on. Uh, we had a little discussion. I was like, does he classify his breakout? I put him under a future instead. But Devin? I, I have it as breakout only because of the slight build-up and the run of matches he had leading up to his match with Dunn. Mm. To a point where we obviously know we've seen him for the last couple of years. Uh, we know how good he is and how consistently he's belting out these matches. But I kind of found the UK stuff. He wasn't really getting there. Mm. And it, was just, it wasn't quite clicking. He was having the same sort of matches, but there, just something, there wasn't a the connect there. Um, but for I'd say the four or five weeks building up to that and that match just for that flurry alone I was like that's when at that match in particular they started to see okay there's a there's a star there there is something in there and that that little flurry done enough to get him in the list for me anyway but he's starting to make a name for himself in the wider kind of UK scene as well exactly yeah that's what I mean yeah. Yeah. I mean like he's like, he had a monster year in OTT as well this year like every Every show and match he's had in OGT this year has been fucking amazing. So, and he's, he's starting, he is starting to bring it into the UK as well. He's getting booked in a lot more places than he yeah. was. You see, he said in a couple of interviews I've heard with him that he basically he still considers himself to be one of the most underappreciated talents in the world. And he's getting the recognition to an extent now, but for the matches he puts on mm. compared to some of the other guys who get more recognition, he kind of has a hunger. point. It's the hunger he has. And that's what makes him have good matches. Yeah. He's not sitting back and saying, okay, I've I've no. made it now. Yeah, he's like, I'm the best in such and such a place. Like we say, you say, right, I've peaked in Ireland. I need to be, I need to go over and take over the UK. And then as I need to move on to this and it's... And he's earning said, everything he's getting. Yeah. Absolutely. Nothing's been handed out to him that isn't deserved. No. And despite everything and everything, he's still just a fucking sound lad as well. So it's, again, <laughs> yeah. again, there's a little bit of hometown bias coming into that as well because he is a sound lad as well. But yeah, just think he's, he's had a great couple of, great couple of weeks in NXT UK and... His OTT or combined with it all, I think he deserved a spot. So, uh, for my number three, I went with the best bout machine, Kenny Buddy Omega? Murphy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Buddy Murphy, I think from the nothingness that was Buddy Murphy in NXT, 
There we go. He's the one. He's ready to talk. He's got his juice. Sort of has him as number one. He's I can see him putting on his conversation hat. Uh, Buddy Murphy, I think. Uh, his career was saved. Took a shot. Um, his, he was given an opportunity. Go to two hundred five live and make something of it. Look he asked he for the opportunity. He asked for it. They were they were happy to leave him in NXT and just doing the house show loops. And he basically mm-hmm. went to Triple H and said, "I want, I want to." He actually did cut the weight. Ha! Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, he's not down to the weight, but he yeah. caught a lot of weight. If well, you look at him, he's caught a lot of weight. Well, the other best boat machine would have had to cut weight for the junior as well when he was a junior. Yeah. So, but um, you know, yeah, he, he did. He's dropped a lot of weight to get himself looking at least like he's in that division. Mm. Uh, I don't believe he is anywhere near that weight. Uh, I would put him around about 215, 220. But you know what? <laughs> Um, what ifs? Yeah, he, he, he's my number one, so I'll get to him later. Well, you can speak about your number one scene later on. Well, we may as well fight. Um, yeah, I just think you go back, look at pretty much any match he's had from around about the Mustafa Ali match, which was around about the second week of May, if I remember correctly, or the first week of May. Hmm. He he physically can't have a bad match with Mustafa Ali or Cedric Alexander, or pretty much anyone. His match with Metalik last week or two weeks ago, two weeks ago. Uh, was came out three, of nowhere three weeks ago. It was three weeks ago. I've I've binge watched the fuck ton of two hundred five live. Uh, <laughs> it's going to so, say three weeks ago because it's the week after Christmas, of course. I I don't know what fucking week I have. I'm still <laughs> I'm still fucking a month and a half behind on NXT. I only caught up on fucking being the elite last week. So shut up. Uh, must have been that bus journey back to Galway on Christmas. It, yeah. It's amazing what I can do when I actually have all this stuff downloaded. <laughs> and I can binge watch it. Uh, I wanted to watch a fuck ton of Buddy Murphy matches. Because he is the best belt machine and he is my breakout star of the year. Uh, but yeah, now as you said, going from where he was, doing absolutely fuck all nothing to he's been the most consistent performer and probably bell to bell the best performer WWE have had this year. I'll change it slightly. Um, Fitz, you had Jay White and then I, I might go to Nikki then to close it off mm. for his number one. But Jay White appears on... A number three list. Becky's also there for Gordo at number three. Uh, I had Buddy Murphy in that part. Nikki also had Buddy Murphy at number three. Uh, we've talked about everyone else. So we'll go to myself and Fitz as number one picks. Velveteen uh, I, Dream. My number two is also not included. My dad. Well, that's what I said. We go to you last. Oh, yeah. Because I want to I wanna know about the order here. Okay. I want to talk about this. Velveteen Dream. He's not on my list at all. I know. Ridiculous. You're a disgrace. <laughs> uh, the Hogan Savage oh. stuff has been phenomenal. Uh, he looks like a star. Yeah. I hope he never leaves. As I said last week, I hope the guy never leaves. Yeah. Stay in NXT forever. Either he <laughs> um, gets it or he's got people around him in NXT who help him get it. Because what he is is just so damn talented he great size and everything he's so athletic the yeah. character is the character is amazing and even when yeah. he sold that thing with ricochet remember yeah. the, the flip over the rope um he's the star of nxt for me yeah. um he's the one i look forward to seeing most um he's I different don't... you know he, we've seen so many guys who you know are interchangeable to a large degree like even looking at alistair black tomasa champa johnny gargano all fantastic wrestlers in their own right but I don't consider them any way unique as the way Velveteen Dream is. 
Yeah. So that's why when you've got Velveteen Dream against any one of those, it's a completely different scenario, different character development and different build than what we're used to. So because of that, he just offers so much difference and opportunity for a change. He's great. Yeah. I love everything about him. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, even his matches have gotten so much better. He had, he had a bit of a botch in him for a while, but that's gone. The guy's full-fledged star now. You yeah. could throw him at, <laughs> he could main event WrestleMania right now. Imagine that. <laughs> he's coming down doing his twirl. Ah, oh, he's great. Prince, Hogan, Macho Man, all rolled into one. It's fucking great. But Nikki's one, I said I'd leave it off for you to close this one off for Breakout Star of the Year. Number two. I have Ronda Rousey. Who you could arguably put number one, no problem. Mm-hmm. Well, what, who, who you have put number one is the man. I've put the man, Becky Lynch, because compared to the position she was in last year, I feel this has been a monster year for her breakout year. She went, she had one of the best win loss records for the whole year, always getting wins at SmackDown. And then we had the massive man run at the end. And um, I just think, I know she was champion before and all that. And she did well in NXT, part of four horsewomen before this. But in comparison to where she started the year and where she ended the year and what she did during the year, I feel she qualifies under breakout star for this year. I'm on board with you then. Hmm. Ratified. Yeah, <laughs> but Ronda, if we go back to Ronda, Ronda coming in fresh, the Rumble, the year she's had, it's been crazy good, and I'm shocked she's not on any of your lists. I don't think I thought of her because see, she's on another list for me, so mm. I didn't put her in here. Uh, I didn't want to overexpose her, you know. Um, <laughs> Ronda's going to appear for me elsewhere, um, like but that. I think it's the best rookie year since Lesnar, or. Or even Angle. Kurt Angle, yeah. similar, similar, similar comparisons. Mm. I don't think there's been a better rookie year, as the Yanks would say. And we might, we might have another one coming up soon that we have. Yes, as <laughs> you mentioned too. But I, I did the maths on this one, and our breakout star of the year based on maths is Buddy Murphy. What man? I'm raging for the dream, raging. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I look fair is fair if he's there. That's it. So how have you scored this? Oh, reverse order, basically, in scoring. Great day for the Paris of Australia. Five for one, four for two. So that's why Gordo didn't put Velveteen Dream on his list, because he (laughs) Ah, wanted Buddy Murphy to be number one. He's politicked his way in. I will point out, there was no way I was changing any of my top four. So if he was in it, he was only going to be number five, so he would have ended on 13 points. He still wasn't going to win. Dream with 12. So this this was the first one that we were split. There was lots of different choices. The rest of them have been pretty... Yeah. Similar, and it, there's, I think a lot of them coming forward are going to be similar as well, but this one is a... So we're going for future stars here. I think future stars next. We're just going number one straight away because it's uh, number one with a bullet. Yeah. Tied up in a nice little package. All four have gone. It's a full house for the boy Matt Riddle. Yeah. It's the future star for 2019. There is no hotter prospect, apart from Velveteen Dream, uh, <laughs> than, <laughs> than Matt Riddle. That's there's no opinion here. That's just that's a fact. That's mm-hmm. objectively correct. The way that's I see it. That's a spoiler. <laughs> this is not a prediction. This is a spoiler. If you don't know who Matt Riddle is, look him up. See as much as you want. Review that tape. The guy's incredible. He's got matches uh, of his time in OTT free on YouTube. Mm-hmm. He sure does. Go he, watch them. A hybrid MMA, uh, almost like a striker. Matt based he has it ever he has everything he has a bit of flying in there as well he's phenomenal 
is is much what's no, he's not AJ Styles. He's very, uh, very good. <laughs> <laughs> the very, very good. The time though was amazing. The, the OTT one, just when you mentioned it. Yeah. Because even his debut? Osprey. Uh, no, it was like his, th- his second or third match. But even at that, he like even after you could see Skrull was like, "Shit, this lad's good." And even said, "You got on the mic himself and even said it." But Skrull was gassed after going with him, which it's rare you can say that. So exactly. Yeah. Now, I think the only thing to question about Matt Riddle for this year is how long is he going to spend on NXT and how fastly or uh, faster they're going to move him up to the main roster. He's money. I reckon he'll be fast tracked up. I don't think he's going to be too long in NXT. He'll be an EC three, maybe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be there. Like long. I said it to you offline, that it's quite possible that he could be one of those that get brought up super quick. You know, if they really want to show change and show that they're listening, then why not give? A, I don't want to say a rookie a chance, but an WWE inexperienced personality a chance. You know, just because he doesn't always look to the hard cam or play the fucking WWE character. That would be refreshing. That's what people mm. want. His style so, makes sense not using the hard cam. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just combative. It's whatever you yeah. need to do, you I, do. I think my one of my favorite stories I heard from Riddle is saying how he doesn't do Irish whips. Yeah. Uh, he's like, someone tried an Irish whip on him once and he just stopped. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that is perfect. <laughs> this is uh, no bullshit from him. It yeah. makes no sense. It's yeah, the so ultimate this- kayfabe killer. This is the one that we didn't bother with the reverse order on because I don't think there was any point here. No. But other then, highlights in there. Yeah, call it the other, Jordan Devlin. A lot of us have here. Devlin yeah. there. Um, Dream, obviously. Io Shirai. Mm. Scotty Davis, Nick. Mm. I think people, is, people won't know who he is potentially. This this is the one I think is more so for the, the European scene breaking out. I don't think he's going to make it, you know, massive this year but Scotty Davis is going to he's already starting to break into the UK scene I reckon this year he's just going to break into it more and more and even more yeah, as I can see him in WXW I can see him making the rounds around Europe and maybe even breaking into the States a little bit on the Indies which is going to be a, a massive year for him not in WWE or making that level but on a, a smaller scale it's going to be a massive year and at least now he's allowed to travel without a guardian that's <laughs> true <laughs> just turned 18 Fucker. he uh, is unbelievably talented for his age yeah. He's 18 years old. He's an uh, Irish star at this point. He's going to be, he's basically, he's going to be taken over from Jordan Devlin, I'd say. They had a match in Belfast last week, uh, which the show went up um, this day last week. And uh, <laughs> I haven't got a chance to watch it yet. But um, uh, they watched, they, they had a little promo for the, the guys who do the OTT video productions. Hook a Gentleman Media did a little video about the match and that, that alone has me really salivated to watch this match and it was, it's probably going to be crazy good. The news of that match even permeated me, the blow-in. So it must be good. <laughs> the perennial um, blow-in. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fitz is another interesting one. Elias, where is hmm. his ceiling, do you think? Where, where does his character go? Well, before this whole change was drafted in by Mr. McMahon last week, he was billed as one of the top two or three faces on Raw after being turned when the whole Roman Strowman turn, double turn thing happened and he was brought over as an as a actual face as opposed to being a, a crowd face. As we discussed a few weeks ago, it's like they skipped over Balor and went to Elias. Yeah, and I, I'm wondering if it's just because, you know, he's a big sweaty man rather than Balor being a little sweaty man. He doesn't have long white hair. That's his problem, Balor. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's 
it's true. Like Elias is one of those weird characters that, when you look at it on paper and even in NXT, it just didn't work. And everyone, and I'm pretty sure I mean everyone, and I'd be struggling to find people that would disagree with me, believed that he would fail on the main roster because of the gimmick that he had. But organically, it got itself over. And now it is arguably the part that, up to recently, I look forward to most watching Raw. Why don't you look forward to it anymore, Fitz? <sighs> Change. Ashley. Uh, Lashley sexy booty. Lashley sexy booty. Na 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 na. Jesus. That popped so many mics. Yeah. Um yeah, the the Lashley had a comment on Raw last week. Or it was a Leo Rush had said it. Or it was like, This is the one thing that every it's at the top of everybody's Christmas list. I don't think Lashley's butthole was at the top of everyone's um who else am I seeing as we had Jay White for obvious reasons, leader essentially the leader of the Bullet Club. Um who else? There's something's going on with Gordo's mic there. It's gone way loud or something, is it? I can hear everything. Is it? Oh Jay's oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh, Gordo, I think. I could hear everything. Um yeah. I put in Lars Sullivan because He's an unknown entity right now. And we all know how Vince McMahon likes big sweaty men. I'm just wondering, does the change last week impact the potential push that he was going to get or will it just reinforce it to a degree? But potentially, Lars Sullivan will have a huge 2019. Gordo is an interesting one here. Tegan Knox as number five for him. I think she was slated in for huge things. I had a feeling she was probably going to be at least finalist, if not going to win the Mae Young this year before another horrific injury. Um, oh, that was heartbreaking. Uh, it's absolutely fucking disgusting. Like, um, but they're huge. They are big on her. Um, even seeing the videos of Triple H with her consoling her backstage and stuff afterwards was just heartbreaking to watch. But they know they know they have something special with her. Um, they've pretty much. Triple H came out and said that they know how good she is and that she'll be back stronger than ever. And even seeing her on the likes of social media and stuff, she's already rehabbing and stuff. So hopefully, big return for her. I don't think they go to May Young with her again. No, keep her no. away from that. She can only get injured. Keep so many her the times. hell away from it. <laughs> Bring her in. Have have it be a thing where you know what Dakota Kai is getting ganged up on by Marina Shafir and uh, Jessamyn Duke mm-hmm. as she needs help, and that's how you bring Tegan in. She's the backup. Yeah, team it, yeah, simple way of bringing her in, but it'll get her in there with two legit MMA people and uh, her one of her best friends who was already established as a top face. Brings her in on a good level. And How let far the girl away go. is she? Um, they, I haven't looked up on it in a couple of weeks, or well, a couple of weeks, I'd say probably about two or three months. But uh, last I'd heard, I think it was around about April or May. Mm. Okay. Have you, you, inter- you have an interesting spot for uh, spot five there, Steve. I was going to quote to yours, in fact. <laughs> filthy, <laughs> filthy Tom Lawler, former th- UFC fighter and former Conor McGregor cosplayer. I think uh, he's going to fill the spot that Matt Riddle has left on the Indies. Is he uh, in MLW? Or yeah, MLW yeah. is the only one he's really branched into so far, but I, I reckon if he wants to, he can definitely go on the same type of run that Matt Riddle did on the Indies because he is the same type of style and he's he's more charismatic than Matt Riddle in a different way, but he's he's more charismatic than Matt Riddle. So I reckon he could do amazing things on the Indies. Yeah, if he's, he wants to. he's great. Um, 
Yeah, future star for 2019. Uh, he had a nice week now, a nice little segment with Miz on SmackDown last week. I think future star for 2019 after the shakeup, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. The upstart. Yes, the upstart. He's back and better than ever. Um, no, that's uh, Eric Bischoff. Oh, the other lad, Vince, I meant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I threw him in for the laugh, but now that I think about it, he could be on TV a lot and he could be great crap. We didn't necessarily like to say breakout wrestler or future star wrestler of 2019. <laughs> Funnily enough, you're not wrong. Like this, <laughs> I mean, one week and I love him again because that Miz thing was genius. <laughs> um, look, it was a joke entry. But the more I talk about it, the more it makes actually could be great crack. Um, any other mad ones there? I don't think. I think, I think we got all the ones. Yeah. Uh, Gordo has gone for a tinkle. Um, we'll, go, we'll go up the way from here, Nick. I think. Yeah, go tag team from here. Yeah. The This is a tough one because I don't think it was an amazing year for tag teams. No. Am I wrong? WWE no. at least anyway. This was, Nothing a, this jumped was a out very tough uh, bracket to pick. For me, anyway, I one and two, I kind of I think we all kind of well, not all, uh, some people went a little different, but one and two, I picked pretty easy, and after that, it was tough. Yeah, I have the same one and two as you, just the other way around. Mm. Um, at five, we'd say New Day appear for both me and you at five, Evil Sonata for Fitz, and then Mustache Mountain for Gordo, who I, I think you'll admit he just threw them in. I have them as my number four. Yeah, I, I did, like uh, that's biased for us, I think, because we were at their title win in. In uh, Royal Albert Hall, their NXT title win. So I okay. think that's that's probably biased for another part because that Fair was enough. an amazing moment. Other people at four, Golden Lovers. I just threw the bar in. I'll be honest. I couldn't think of many other people. Gordo has the bar at four. Uh, three. Uh, oh, Fitz, you had Golden Lovers at four. I had mm. them at three. So yeah, we we had them around that. I think it. Uh, they didn't have like they had amazing matches when they were teaming up. It wasn't like amazing tag team, but they got really good matches, and it was a great story for the whole year. So I think that's why I drew them in. Um, I skip all the bull with this one. I think go to the top here. Nick with the Bucks fits with the Usos. I'd undisputed era and Gordo with undisputed era. Mm-hmm. So they're all shook down with the Bucks with twelve points. Oh Hero. no, I, 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 I matched the wrong one. So I oh, did, oh, okay. You <laughs> fucked up. Back. There we you go. Here's the up. actual ones. So the okay, justice has prevailed. Uh, <laughs> Undisputed Era win it with fourteen of, of our fake imaginary points. Also, the I don't wrong. Again. They actually got eighteen. Eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> so they literally doubled the box. They trounced the box. Um, the box there. They had the heavyweight title win. They went to heavyweight and won the titles there, and they had the whole all-in thing. But outside of that, I mean, not amazing tag team. I wasn't salivating for more tag team wrestling not like the year before i i want more tag team wrestling but mm. they're not giving me more tag team wrestling. that's the problem i think the fact that none of us were able to put revival on our lists yes, yes. kills me uh, breaks literally heart. was going to say that good point good yeah. point but i think the, the, bu- is, I think uh, the books did a good i think the books box had a really good year though uh yeah because i mean they might moved up to heavyweight in new japan and won those titles I think all in alone justifies putting them in here for what that did and all the exposure they've gotten from being the elite. I think anyone that's kind of involved with that has really bumped up everything this year. Yep. No. Female wrestler of the year. This is a tough one. So tough that you didn't put an option five in. I couldn't think. I'll say Kyrie. 
And you um, also put the wrong number one in. Mm, there's the thing. So, we all know who one and two are here. Let's go to that. Yeah. There's no need to talk about the rest. We have Shayna Baszler. We have Tony Storm, who won the Mae Young Classic. We have Kyrie Sane, who was NXT champion for a long time. We have all those people. Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch are one and two on all of our things. I'm the only one who had Ronda in as number one. And I think that's purely because Becky's great stuff was towards the end of the year. Mm. Rousey's been doing it all year. And I think because nobody expected it to be this good. Everyone thought she'd be fine. She'll adjust normally. It'll be fine. But she's blown everyone out of the water. She has, but... Did a fucking crossbody re- off the top ropes the other day. <laughs> the <laughs> to reason the outside. I put her number two was simply because of the amount of matches she had. You know, I completely agree that she has been an overriding success and that she has had no complaints about her performances. Any sort of expectations that people had were blown out of the water. She injures people, Fitz. She injures people. <laughs> Listen to the stands. No, that's Nia Jax. <laughs> feed the, feed the stands on Twitter, Fitz. She injures people. <laughs> but I think if you look at just the... You have to match quantity with quality. And that's where I lent towards Becky because over the course of the year, she has had far more good slash great matches than Ronda has had great matches. And like, don't get me wrong. You're still picking between two winners here. So you, yeah. you, you're, you're not, there's no losers in this debate other than Ronda because she technically came second. But in the actual... Over- <laughs> not in my eyes. <laughs> well, you're just a safe, self-hating Irishman, aren't you, huh? God, I hate all these Irish people being successes. <laughs> Except Balor, because he's not. Yeah, he just needs long, greasy, wet hair. And he'd be all of our problems. Uh, don't be fair. Uh, I'm joking. He's doing all right if he's banging Cathy Kelly. He is. And also making <laughs> millions of dollars to wrestle. Um, my, yeah, my only thing with Ronda, I mean, literally it's down to a point between them type thing was that Becky wasn't pushed throughout the year. And when she got pushed, holy hell, that's why she's number two for me, but literally just misses out for me. I hate saying it. You say she wasn't pushed. She wasn't being pushed actively, but she was passively in that she was winning all her matches and she yeah. had that under uh, that story. Oh, she was losing for, for a long year. time and then they did it. And no, then they had the sneaky she's been win winning streak. Since like me. But they had the sneaky win streak and then the, the streak would stop and then she'd lose for a few weeks and then the little win streak would start and then all of a sudden, do you remember we started noticing going, Becky's winning a lot of matches. Around the end of the summer, wasn't it? Like, Becky won again, Becky won again, Becky won again and then all of a sudden she's in the title picture. They do the thing with Charlotte, Charlotte screws her over. Fuck, I'm talking myself into changing this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't justify taking Ronda off top spot because it's incre- it's been incredible. Becky has next year. But for me, so you just think, just who would you rather on top? Who would you rather on top? Ronda <laughs> no, I'm not or Becky? Either way. There, there's a sandwich I want to be a part of. Gordo, <laughs> let's not ruin this and sully it with your filthy locker room talk, okay? Both. Um, <laughs> um, no, uh, Ronda just pips her. Like, literally nose over the line first. Talking about noses and Becky getting them hurt broken, but you know, hey, maybe no. not. This is she all got her face broken. <laughs> um, Becky, I think by if, if he went WrestleMania to WrestleMania, Becky wins it because I think the tail is there for Becky. But just tipped. You don't have to justify your picks. 
Oh, we, you understand. Becky Lynch. Yeah, I know this. <laughs> um, <laughs> what did she win by? Two. Just a hair as well. Just two. a hair. Um, so that's how good the two of them were. And it'll all culminate. No Charlotte, please. It'll all culminate in a singles match at WrestleMania, the first women to main event WrestleMania. Please, God, do it. There's no, no time reason it right. shouldn't be. For everything. Notice how Charlotte was not listed on any of our top fives. And the heartbreaker, Asuka, not in there with anyone. Yeah. Mm, well, Asuka deservedly not in there because she's had a pretty poor year other than the fact she won the Rumble to start the year and won the title to end the year. But there's a, literally 10 months there of nothing. It was That's well bookended. Charlotte, yeah. I, I, I said it myself before that I didn't put her on my list either. I think we probably did a disservice to Charlotte. I think she probably did deserve to be on it somewhere, but I just you want to highlight other people. Mm. She's she's too. You know, she yeah. has enough. She doesn't she's need a bit in. <laughs> exactly. if, if, if she had won the title, she would have been an eight-time women's champion and a first-time bitine winner. <laughs> and we all know which is more illustrious <laughs> and harder to get. <laughs> they don't just hand out the bitines. <laughs> they come but once a year. Um, I think it's a heartbreaker that Asuka isn't in there. Justifiably, as he said, but it, we're, it's she's not there for a reason, and it's such a shame. Yeah, it's the same reason why the Revival aren't in the tag team list. Yeah. But because I think we're is... objective wrestling fans, and we know what's what. Yeah. Um, but I think it's the best year for women's wrestling I think I can ever remember. I don't think oh, anything yeah. comes close. Uh, and and the future is the Bellas. We have to thank the Bellas. No, Nikki, Nikki, Bree, Stephanie, you've done a great job here. At moulding Ronda Rousey and Becky Lynch and Charlotte and Asuka. Um, oh no, I think, Jesus, phenomenal. And I had Evolution as my um, pay-per-view of the year because I think it's been so strong. It's fantastic. Um, Shevolution. Shevolution. If you kick the big dog out, who's going to protect the yard? What are we going to do, Rick? We're so screwed. Oh, this is going to be fun as fuck. AF, as the children call it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> you get cultural references, Nikki. Whenever Nikki's back, hold on. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here, so I was trying to get my dog away from stuff. We're doing male rest of the year here now. Now you know how I have number one, and it's Jericho. not controversial, but it will be a topic. How do you want to play this? Will I go backwards from five and move yeah. up? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay, well I'll start with mine. Pure bias because I love him, and he had a great old interesting year. He's the uh, New Japan IWGP Intercontinental Champion, Chris Jericho, because he's always in it. I will never not nominate Chris Jericho you for an award. filthy mark. Hey, I loved it. Come on, he's had a great year. Yeah, you're still a filthy mark. I am not debating this. I'm just talking about the great year that this man had. God, he's, he's great. had three matches. Three great matches. Two matches? <laughs> but all the attacks and the... Ah, throwing the tables around and painting his face weird fucking spots, the clockwork clockwork orange stuff. Telling Ryan Satin to fuck off. Yeah, calling uh, him a prick. Actually, that yeah, he deserves a nomination. You know what, actually, <laughs> take him now. Uh, copy, paste, number one. Um, <laughs> but the, the Pentagon thing at All In was class. And when you heard the story behind it as well, when he told the story about a fan spotting him in the, in the airport and his manager having to run in and try and get him to delete the photo. Ah, oh, great stuff. But Nicky, you had Osprey. I did have Osprey. I think he had a couple of months off, but all around Osprey's had a fantastic year. Like he was uh, IWGP junior heavyweight champion for a good portion. 
uh, then now he's come back here. He's, he's challenging for the never open weight now at the end of the year. And he just had some killer matches in between, particularly like obviously we could, we're biased towards the ones with an OTT, but a few we had in OTT were absolute monsters of matches. R- crazy good. The one against Riddle, the one against Walter was amazing. So yeah, I just think overall he had a fantastic year. Uh, Fitz had Tommaso Ciampa, but he's muted himself. Arsenal score. Tommaso Ciampa. <laughs> <laughs> what a hero. He's the biggest heel in professional wrestling right now. And he's so fucking good. Sorry, he's the best professional wrestler in the world right now. Sports entertainer. Sports entertainer. Damn it, I fucked it up in my own line. I fucked up. I fucked up. He but yeah, heart sports entertainment. He has to be on everyone's list. If he's not on your list, you're wrong. Yeah. Object. Oh, Gordo. He's, oh, he is. He is. He doesn't he spell is boy. Don't worry. <laughs> I saw your number four spot, which I can't. I'm coming to you last. Um, uh, go to you for this one, though, Gordo. Number five, Volter. I was debating putting him up to number four and dropping my number four down to number five. But, uh, I just love how he didn't do the job. He wouldn't do the job <laughs> he for Walter. Do it. He wouldn't do the job for Walter. He wouldn't do the job for anyone. Um, uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Just Walter had a, Walter's been absolutely killed it for years, really. Um, he's only really gotten the recognition the last two or three, but this year he kind of went through a run during the summer where he was running through NXT UK guys across a couple of different promotions. Uh, putting on ridiculously good matches. His match with Devlin, where he won the title, was uh, honestly just chills, and it actually did just zap the breath out of the whole room when he won the title. It was it was incredible. Um, yeah, hard to hard to not have him on my list somewhere. And unfortunately, it was just a couple of guys who had to get the nod ahead of him and couldn't do the job to him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, now, this guy, I don't know how oh sorry Nick come on sorry Walter number three on my list so uh, I think yeah he's, he's been having a fantastic year all across Europe hasn't really broken too much into the American market but like he's been champion for pretty much most of the major promotions in Europe this year he's still I, do- progress on OTT champion I haven't seen him live yet I plan on it um, but he would be in there He he's in there for me only seeing him on YouTube and various matches I can find online he's incredible he's a throwback almost he's mm-hmm. he's fearsome if that makes any sense, he he looks like a wrestler. Like you mean, you look at him, you're like, holy shit, that guy could kill everyone in yeah. this room. There's an aura when he's at OTT as well. There's just an aura whenever he makes his yeah. entrance. Just yeah. and the team is class. <laughs> the team is just. It's quite alright. Singing bug is driving me crazy. Walter would have to, unfortunately. Do the job to Gordo's number four man who would have 70 minute matches with Ric Flair that would go to draws, but it would be reported to the Wrestling Observer that uh, Chico El Luchador got the win in the end. I am outraged that he is not on all of your lists. <laughs> um, legendary wrestler, granted, but what has he done this year? That's that's what have you done for me lately? I mean, we all know just, about him. The it doesn't matter what Think of, think of the impact he's had on wrestling every year. The moves he's created and imparted <laughs> to the youths of today. Uh, it's understood that Chico El Luchador gave Paul Heyman the idea for a lot of the things that WWF and WCW ripped off from ECW. So who really did rip off Paul Heyman? It, it, is it also true that he created the so-called stunner, I believe? And the rock bottom. 
You see, mm-hmm. this this is the impact he's had. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I also believe that he invented inventing things. This year, though, Gordo, what has he done? Justify him. Look at the impact. Look at the impact that his we don't watch creations have had. I, I watch a little bit of impact. <laughs> to be fair, I see one of their shows potentially could have made it into my best pay per views of the year. Weirdly enough, um, yeah. No, I just, I, I, I just had to throw Chico on Luchador in because I thought he deserved it. Did he just, to put just for just for the just for the hilarity of it? And he, all, I also <laughs> try to get to go to dinner with Chico and Luchador. <laughs> no, I'm a super fan. Oh yeah. Oh look, you know, at the end of the day, we won't debate it too much. Uh, a legend who deserves a nomination for a bit in. Unfortunately, finishes dead last. But uh, <laughs> actually, had, Jericho has uh, left the <laughs> Did he? That's Jericho, a travesty. Jericho yeah. done the job to Chico. Well, <laughs> Jericho's a respectful man. He's not going to go around thinking he can get wins over Chico. Oh, like in all, in all honesty, I actually had uh, Tanahashi in here. Okay, uh, that's why I actually had because I think the year he had for someone who we kind of said at the start of the year was in his last legs. We thought. Uh, Tana had a great year so it's so angry I couldn't fit him in I just couldn't do it AJ Styles I had at number four um, one of the longest title reign of the modern era as soon as that was over they got rid of it quick um, <laughs> Dream fits you at number four in the overall yes. compared to the breakout Yas Dream Yas Dream we talked about Dream just deserves it Buddy Murphy, Nikki had Buddy Murphy at number four. We've talked about him. Walter, number three. We've talked about him. Fitz Kota Bushi, number three. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a sucker for some good flippy shit. Uh, and but not even flippy shit. I, I and the spectacular. This will, this, this will become more understanding when you see my second pick as well. Flippy shit, but does the other things exceptionally well too. The ability to tell a story while using their body as a weapon like I can't describe it in any greater detail than that Kota Ibushi just it's a it's almost a crime that he's not a bigger star than he is and part, that's partially self-inflicted with uh, the career choices he's made <laughs> but he's had matches in the G1 like match of the year candidates with fucking Tana. Tanahashi in the final with Kenny Omega, with Ishii, all of these are match of the year candidates, which we could potentially discuss later as we look at match of the year. But Kota Bushi, just what a star! And like, he's still quite young as well. So, man, I'm looking forward to seeing where he goes. Hopefully, um, not WWE. Off the top of the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, I had Champ at number three. We've talked about him. Just a ridiculous year. Uh, Murphy Gordo had, and then. We have an interesting top two. Mm. Nikki had Champa, Fitz had Osprey, Gordo had Champa, and I had Kenny Omega as number <gasps> two. <gasps> you so washed her mouth out with soap. You sacrilegious bastard. So he lost out to AJ last year, but can he do it this year? I can confirm he has a very good chance. <laughs> 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 number one for Nick is Kenny, Fitz is Kenny. Gordo, it's Kenny. And Steve has Johnny Takeover, Wrestler of the Year. I, I wrong, 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 is wrong, he? wrong, wrong. What have wrong, you been more invested wrong. in throughout the year? I've been more invested in anything, or haven't been more invested in anything than the Johnny Gargano Tommaso Ciampa feud. 
I was I. F- it's weird. I I loved both of the minutes, but I felt more invested in Champa. Are we looking? Are we talking about the feud of the year? Or are we talking about the male wrestler? No, well that's part of it though. I I mean, hey. sure he was having he had the five star match with Almas, and you know he had other matches here. Had the five star match with the uh, with uh, Black there recently as well. Johnny Gargano. No. That's racist. Is the <laughs> Johnny Gargano is under the WWE umbrella the wrestler of the year? I don't think that's in question. You can talk. You, we can talk about it, but I'll disagree with you. Buddy Murphy. I, I, I feel I should have put him in my list to be honest but I don't okay. think he's number one I like, Omega hasn't had a, an amazing year either this, overall this was a hard one for me to pick as well there's no one who's really had an amazing standout year this year I don't feel either Johnny Gargano <laughs> as I was saying there's no uh, there's a lot of really good years yeah there's a lot of really good years and Omega I've number one because he had obviously the best match I've ever seen which we'll get to later obviously Um but any he hasn't had too many matches but any he has had have been amazing and his run in the g1 he had some fantastic matches in the g1 which i watched all of so might be biased a little bit there as well having watched every bit of the fucking g1 i I can remember even though you both talking about uh, the match he had with ishii and Mm. like that that match was fucking incredible that that match could have easily been on any I don't know what gets the mate or yeah. any of our top five matches. It was, but I knocked it off. It was I was almost in there for me. Yeah, it got knocked off. It got knocked <laughs> off. Um, I think you'll find that Johnny Gargano will appear on these lists a lot more than you think. Oh, I, I, think I, I, I reckon I should have put him in. I, he yeah, he should have been in, but yeah. I, I couldn't not put Champa or Murphy. And if he had put him in, between... that's the thing. I wonder where we would have ended here. Now, I know that's obviously apples and oranges because you didn't put him in, but... Um, it would have it would have been between himself, Tanahashi, and Walter for my fourth and fifth spots. Okay, but you threw Chico El Luchador. In there. <laughs> yeah, I, did, yeah. I, th- I threw Chico El Luchador in just to pop you, and it worked. That's okay. I threw Vince McMahon in there, but I ended up talking myself into it by the end. Actually, you were going to the Jacks. <laughs> yeah, um, Naya was calling me. Uh, I I think it's an absolutely amazing year, and I, I like I knew everyone was going to go for Kenny. I nearly went for Kenny myself, but. I was really, really invested in Gargano this year, and it's been a long time since I got behind a character under the WB umbrella like I did with Johnny. I think it was I, great. Yeah, I think it's because the end of the year, Gargano is amazing. Obviously, when you're doing these lists, it's always the kind of more recent stuff you think of. Yeah. So I think because a lot of Gargano's big stuff was at the start of the year, is ah. why it didn't come into our head when we were picking him for for me but, anyway. But heel Gargano towards the end as well. Not as invested in heel Gargano as I was face Gargano. See, I'm kind of liking it because he he he's realized okay, the good guy stuff wasn't working for me, um, and this is all going to culminate beautifully because I know they're going to pay this story off. We're not doing the Gordo thing here because now, <laughs> now that he's not a babyface anymore, I don't know how that'll work. But it'll uh, happen. I, I, I think he's worked. A, I think I won't be alone in picking Johnny Gargano as number one for the year. Probably not. Be, um, but the final standings after Kenny was robbed last year, robbed. Even though we, we voted, but robbed anyway. Uh, but Omega wins it. The only other person close to him was uh, Champa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Champa and Omega. Yeah, probably give Gargano three. <clears throat> even though three, we had a third uh, three way tie for third place, but I probably give Gargano three, third place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wrestler of the year Kenny Omega, uh, which would bring us nicely <laughs> along to match of the year. This one, yeah, this could be good. I threw in at number five 
Omega Jericho at Wrestle Kingdom 12. It was like these Mark. worlds colliding. Just worlds <laughs> collide. It's something we haven't seen in a while. It was like the old days of Nitro and Raw. Stuff where these these guys from different worlds came together and had this great match. Uh, the attack on it, the story, the build up to it was great. Um, I think I'm the only one that had it, but yeah. loved it. There's a lot of New Japan on this list. We're sounding like such typical I went, I went to live live. <laughs> you did, in fairness. Um, you, I think you talked about it already, didn't you, Walter Osprey? But that appears on Nikki and Fitz. Uh, I had it on number four. Yeah. You had number four, but you had it on. So you had Murphy and Ali, 205 Live May. Yeah, I can't remember <laughs> what the first or second week of May. It's really annoying. I, I, I should have checked it. It's either the first or second week of May. You look down uh, through this, you see Takeover Nola, you know, TLC or whatever, New Japan, Dominion, and then 205 Live, one of the weeks in May. It had like, it had like a no DQ match. It was one of the, it probably to this day still the greatest match on 205 Live. Um, it was. Murphy was only there for about a month, month and a half. Or, well, no, it was slightly longer than that. But uh, just a great match. Two guys going out there wanting to just prove who was the best. There was no major storyline behind it. And it was just an incredible match. And it actually what got me back watching 205 Live again. So, so, yeah, I remember the match was fucking crazy good. Yeah. See, all I have to do is say from 205 Live in May. And people <laughs> like um, yeah, just an incredible match. And I was like, I, I couldn't not put it on the list for the fact that it got me back watching 205 regularly. So uh, so you had fall, uh, Walter and Osprey at number five or number four there. Nick, uh, one of my favorite matches of the year, but I just didn't make it in somehow for me. It was Tanahashi Ibushi, the G1 final. Hmm. Yeah, I just thought that was like, as I said, I watched all the G1 there was some other matches from the G1 I was going to throw in here that I had like three or four in the shortlist for it. I went with the final because I think it probably was the best match of the whole of the whole tournament. It was probably the final. All the emotion. There was a lot of emotion in the Kenny Ibushi match as well, but I think this one just with Tanahashi winning the crowd feel of a factor for the crowd and it just I just it was just a fantastic match and I think it got the most ratings from Dave Meltzer as well, the highest of all the other G1 ones. So was well deserved to get that. Uh, me and Fitz had Becky and Charlotte, last woman standing at Evolution, number four. Mm-hmm. This was ridiculous. This match, best uh, women's re- match I've ever seen. I think. Oh, so good. Uh, put Sasha Bailey Brooklyn up there, but goddamn, that was a great match. Yeah, different, 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 yeah. But uh, in the conversation of best I've seen, like that, that TLC match. I don't know for recency bias here, but that was almost as good. I... You had Asuka in there as well, but... I, if the fuck finish wasn't there, it would definitely be in the equation for me. But because there was that, it kind of... It takes it down from the match quality perspective. Obviously adds to it from a, a different perspective of the oh, holy shit moment kind of a thing. Yeah. So good. And good to see Becky make the list. <laughs> I wasn't alone. Uh, number three. A lot of Gargano Champa here. Gargano Champa, Nikki, unsanctioned. Mm-hmm. Was the best uh, matches I feel. That would literally all three of us went for number three. Uh, Gordo, Steve, Nick all have unsanctioned Gargano Champa, and Steve Fitz had ladder match from Takeover, the six man ladder match. Interestingly, all four or all four of our picks, all two of these matches happened on the same night. Yep. Yep. And in oh case I God. didn't mention it, I I, I was there. I watched oh, them live. Really I was on assignment. Yeah. On assignment. You were on assignment and he got us possibly the greatest <laughs> clip that happened ever. <laughs> he got Roman Reigns to say, I'm the big dog. Uh, I can retire. 
the happiest moment of Steve's life. <laughs> I've got a golden ticket. Uh, uh, yeah, we don't need to spend time on Gargano Champo because we've done it literally for an hour. Uh, that match was fucking brilliant. Uh, Ladder Walt, match, though. I think yeah. we should take a second on that because EC3 the- surprised me in that match. EC3 and Ricochet's in-ring debuts within NXT. Coinciding that with the crowning moment, I suppose, for Adam Cole winning his first championship. Baby. And then you also had the others. I can't even remember right now. Lars Sullivan. Sullivan. Yeah. He did good in that match as well. Uh, was it Killian Dane was in that as well? Or am I th- oh, I'm thinking of the World War Games. Sorry, yeah. I think War Games. It was yeah. Lars Sullivan was the, the larger guy that did yeah. freakish stuff. Um, always brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Nikki, I want to talk about your number two pick. Mm-hmm. It's Gordo's number two pick as well. Oh, it is. Sorry, that's on my screen here. Uh, Walter Devlin. Mm-hmm. So there was two matches from ODT that I have in my in my one. So there was Walter Osprey I had in number Mark. five, and his son is Walter Devlin. <laughs> the general be telling me he likes Chris Jericho. What a weird. <laughs> I feel the general consensus all around is that the Walter Osprey match was probably the better match, but overall story and feeling and everything like that, I think Walter Devlin was better for me. It's a good uh, thing we're not reviewing the match of the year candidates, though, is it, Nick? Ah, but that all comes <laughs> into it. Bell to bell, Walter Osprey was probably better. But for everything surrounding yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Takes the culmination the, of the import killer storyline coming to an end, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Bad things happen to Devlin in that arena. Bad things. <laughs> um, so Devlin had been beating all the uh, the foreign imports into OTT for a while on his... On his uh, his climb up the ladder to OTT glory and f- the import that he couldn't beat and still hasn't is Walter. Who Did he choke him out that night or did he pin him in the he end? Went, he had him in a choke. Him, he went to choke yeah. him out and eventually hit with a tombstone. Yeah. yeah. From the second rope? No, just a little no, bit just a, tombstone. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then there's three absolute filthy marks in the front row that are devastated. <laughs> like there are controlled. more than three marks in the front row. <laughs> well, I might, I might have been the only mark. I don't know the name of every person in the front row. I was definitely a mark in the front row. Well, it was E3, Linus, and the rest. You were all <laughs> devastated. Devastated. Um, it was just an amazing shot of everyone legit shocked you don't see that anymore no. it doesn't happen um, and there it was literally energy sapped out of the room in such a perfect way it was like oh, nobody knew what the it, fuck it was, was reminiscent of Taker's loss at he's Mania. gonna do what I was knew you were gonna do it that's where I was going that's the only thing I prepared <laughs> to where an entire room was fucking devastated and I was in that room too <laughs> the angel of death himself <laughs> you're not allowed to go to wrestling shows anymore <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think an, a, a better indie match this year. I don't think anything had the emotion and the, the finish and the story behind it than that. I believe Big Papa Meltzer enjoyed it as well. He did. Name me a better iconic duo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, oh, oh, he got it. He got it. Because like she was smaller in NXT. NXT. Um, <laughs> ah, chesticles. Fatty. Uh, <laughs> straight out with it. Uh, I had my number two. Uh, Okada Tanahashi G1 yes. end of B A block A block was that A block the story yeah. of yeah. that was amazing oh god damn it and all the high fly flows at the end I love it in. oh so good so fucking good um, I wanted to have Tanahashi and Ibushi in there but this one was my favourite match of the G1 so I thought I'd throw that one in yeah mm-hmm. uh, 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 yeah oh just brilliant you can't get enough of those two guys so fucking good 
You had Ibushi Tana as well, Fitz and Nick. He was talking about that already as yeah. your number two. Uh, Gordo Walter Devlin. Tell us again about that. So anyway, he was the import killer. <laughs> anyway, what happened was he was killing all the imports. Uh, Killed him dead. Devlin, Devlin, Devlin. Um, he hates imports. <laughs> uh, I think it's the only other one. I don't, I don't think we had any other one where it was a full house. We had oh, one other one. Well, to be determined. Oh, we one, had Backlash. Before we announced the winner, I will. Would... I'd oh, like to get and all in. We've had lots of money talking about. It's been a long show, Nick. One sure. honourable mention, and I think we all will agree on this one. I can't remember exactly the pay per view it was on in New Japan, but it was the Elite versus the Bullet Club, the yeah. glorious non-contact match. Oh, oh yes, <laughs> that was that was on. The, Brave honor, was it? It was the it was the early matches. King for, of Sport. Uh, no, it was the early matches for the G1 special, the other block. Yes. A block. It was the, the final yes. block. Ah, yes. And on being the elite, they they ran, they did the thing in the backstage. <laughs> what about if we choreographed the entire match? <laughs> what do you mean choreographed? <laughs> Listen, we call it spot for spot and nobody does it. Oh, it was brilliant. So they had this thing where the elbow drop spot, where there were six guys doing the elbow drop spot and nobody hit any of them. The leapfrogs. <laughs> and then oh. the BCOGs come out and kick the living piss out of all of them. Oh. It was so good. It was, was so, so marvelous. Good. And also honorable mention to any Yano match. Yeah, oh, also, yeah. of course. Yes. Any Yano match. As per usual. Uh, although uh, I'm pretty sure myself and Nikki got to witness a five star match this year as well. Uh, when we went over to the oh, UK yes. tournament, we got to witness the uh, Undisputed Era losing their titles to Mustache Mountain in the opener. And uh, ended up being a uh, got a got a, the big five stars, which I know is still you know shit now on the Meltzer scale, but uh, he gave it five stars. That's just an everyday match. Yeah, it's just an aura. That's, that, that, that's just like you know the tune up match. That's the opener match for Kenny Omega. What kind uh, of a card would Dave Meltzer build? My God, <laughs> that last match you'd have to blow someone up at C four to beat them with all the finishers being kicked out of. Uh, speaking of finishers being kicked out of, the number one uh, we had, everyone had it was Kenny Okada at Dominion, the two out of three falls. Best Seven match. Ever. Match. Seven, it's the best match I've ever seen, and I said that about mm-hmm. three of these matches. <laughs> better. Um, I don't think anything was going to top two for me because I love that, the draw. Mm. Uh, this was amazing. It was like when United won the Champions League in 99, the way I lost my mind when Kenny won the title. I was literally just going, yeah, I was punching the air because it was just yeah. this great <laughs> end to a story. You're invested. I was invested. Yeah. And you had the, you know, that fucking V trigger at the end where Okada was down on the ropes. And even the spot just before, yeah, you know, pre, when the brief trigger, pre trigger, the, pre trigger. <laughs> the modified brief trigger, um, <laughs> uh, where the two boys were out and they were both just lying against the ropes. They were still holding on to each other. There was that great shot. Uh, but that V trigger at the end, just <laughs> even, was it Kevin Kelly or Don Callis just shouts, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, hook the leg, 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 screams. Fantastic. Oh, so good. It's uh, not top of it. We called it the week before in the preview because New Japan give you what you want. You would have had, we said, that the Bucks will come out with the heavyweight titles and all will be well. And that's what happened at the end. Either Bushi, the Bucks, and Kenny formed the Golden Elite that night. Mm-hmm. Yep. And <sighs> more merch was sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what, what a match. It's mm-hmm. like if. Uh, 
I know most of the people who probably listen to us do watch bits of New Japan. If you have not seen this match, seriously, go watch it. It's yeah. still free on NewJapanWorld.com at the moment, uh, in both Japanese and English. So, you know, whichever way you're inclined. Um, I've watched but, it with both, believe it or not. Same. Because <laughs> <laughs> I watched it back last week with Japanese, not realizing they had it free with English as well. Also, yeah. I have the fucking subscription. <laughs> uh, it shows how fucked I was last week, or two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Uh, I don't even know what fucking week I have now, stupid Christmas. But because uh, we're here from the future. We're here from future us. Uh, no, I've just been sick for the last couple of weeks, so everything is meshed into one. But uh, while I was originally sick, uh, I watched this with Japanese, and it was weird. It's great, though. Oh, so damn good. I'm, going, uh, well, I'm watching it again later. Fuck it. Uh, Okada Tana is ridiculous with uh, with Japanese commentary. I've only watched bits. I haven't sat down and watched the whole thing, but I like to skim through to see how they react and stuff. I can't wait for a Bushi Osprey with <clears throat> Japanese commentary. Yeah. And even the spot, you know, the the, mo- the only gif I've seen of it or the clip I saw of it, I haven't seen English commentary of that. The spot. The moonsault oh, spot. spot. Yeah. Or the, the front flip out of the, the Hurricane yeah, Road. Uh, or Fra- Frankenstein, yeah. Um, the uh, I think it's called the. Oh, I can't think of it now. It's a thing Cole calls everything. Modified driver. driver. No, that's the Blue Thunder Bond. Step Thunderbond. up in Siguri. Step up in Siguri, yeah. So when he did the. <laughs> Uh, Shining Wizard. There's basically there's no touch in that. <laughs> Until we see what Tanahashi and Kenny can do in two oh. weeks. Ermagird. Ermagird. Next week. Yes. Well, a week, a week of the day. Can Kenny get off the ground during a high fly flow and hit a V trigger? Oh. Or hit a knee? <laughs> Is there no. any way he can do this? Because no. that's the spot I see. The minute he, if he can get up the second Tanad launches, maybe he can catch him. No. I don't think it can be done. Look we'll forward our new Japan preview or wrestling. Yeah, but that's that's something I want to see. Yeah, <laughs> want to see how that looks. Which we really need a proper preview for this because yeah. we've talked about this so much for the last couple of weeks. Yeah. It's uh, well, it, it needs its own show. Next week's show will be that pretty much. <laughs> will it be? Yeah, it'll be the day before. Yeah, just before. Yeah, so it's a preview show. Uh, yeah, next week will be New Japan preview show. But now the fun ones. The uh, participation awards, the Sports Day Egg and Spoon Race contestants. <laughs> Give us a sec. That's the boy. <laughs> we'll end it with a bit of crack. We'll do moment first, then worst. I don't uh, know. Worst. I, I think say, you get worst out of the way. Yeah, worst yeah. is pretty unanimous. We leave moment last because that's what was the best one last time. Ah, you're no fun. It's <laughs> uh, so the worst of the year. Now, before we go any further, we all have the same thing at number one. I go for five to one. We've been okay. suspense. They don't know what's going to win the last few sisters. We should have gone with the pre mode botch of the year award. As yeah, well. or the Alexa Bliss Lifetime Achievement Award would be the other one as well. <clears throat> Gordo, Stephanie created women's wrestling. It's just this whole narrative that they've kept going throughout the whole year. It's not, this isn't even a moment. This is just a narrative that literally every every first they've done had to be announced by Stephanie McMahon because she's this trailblazer. It's like, no, just just no, just leave the women go out there and do their thing. The women have made this happen. Stephanie yeah. McMahon has done fuck all of it. I don't care about your philanthropy as the best form of marketing. Just leave the women go out there and do their shit. Uh, I had Becky being told to heal on the crowd. They weren't behind her as they chant Becky behind her. <laughs> that was so dumb. 
Um, the revival getting squash fits. Mm-hmm. Just, just in general, just it breaks my heart. And I know Gordo is very heartbroken about it too. So it's, it's just, it's very sad. I'm so heartbroken. I couldn't even put it on the list because it fucking broke my heart too much. Couldn't even type it. No. Uh, best in the world, Nick. Yeah, that whole tournament and the build up to the tournament. No. The, finish, well, the take... tournament itself was fine. The ending of the tournament and the crowning the best in the world. The, 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 oh, Jesus Christ! If they wouldn't you wouldn't even that. you didn't have enough space on the Excel sheet to type out the full name of the tournament. No, of I course, didn't. was the best in the world tournament. Do you you get that fucking branding? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but of course, Brie Bella appears at number four for you, Nick. Oh, of course, her in ring talent. Is the worst of the year. <laughs> That's my number three as well. Oh, we can skip past that. Uh, Fitz, a similar call. Number four for you there. Yes, everything about Nia Jax. Ah, yes. Uh, James Ellsworth is, is an elder one you have there, Gordo. Just just James Ellsworth. <laughs> yeah, just in general. Uh, what would I you know, doing, doing unnecessary things um, in the wrestling ring? Uh, <laughs> uh, I just... I don't know. I, did, I, I didn't enjoy Ellsworth this year. Um, Enzo being fired is one for me at Raw 25, which we found out that was just needless in the end. But but this, I wanted to put this number one, but the competition above, so steep. Because uh, number three, I put Raw. Just <laughs> not one episode, 2018 Raw as the worst of the year. Uh, Fitz is a similar one, very specific one, Raw 25. Oh, Nikki, same one. Also uh, number three, Raw 25. And Gordo, oh, something's sticking here when I click. I can't scroll. There we are. Uh, Brie Bella, of course, Gordo had it. I hate <sighs> that woman. I hate that woman so much. <laughs> uh, Fitz was the only one here that didn't have it. It was the best in the world results what Nikki was talking about. But of course, we had the um, the AMA that Alexis Bliss hosted. As we know, when Alexis Bliss is doing a segment, you know it's going to be fucking gold. Oh, the plants in the crowd. It was the AMA where people planted in the crowd to ask some questions. It was fucking atrocious. <sighs> Let's not talk about it. We, we've talked <laughs> about it before. But of course, the uh, first ever winner of the Lashley Sisters uh, Alexa Bliss Lifetime Achievement Award winner is, of course, Bobby Lashley Sisters <laughs> interview. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it was, the interview and the whole segment after followed it. I think it was a two week worst of the year. It, it was two weeks. It felt like two years. <laughs> so yeah, the interview. So I just want to take a moment here, Renee, to say whatever her sister's names were. I love you, Francis, Kathy, and Bobo the clown. Bitch, <laughs> I love you, Susan, Susan, Susan. I'm pretty sure it was a Susan. And then to follow it up next week with them and <laughs> some indie guys coming dressed as his sisters. Oh, the broom. The army helmet. Don't do this to me. Oh, <laughs> I got angry about this for like a month and a half. Don't do it again. He's doing where he turned his career around. Now yeah, he's watching his butthole at people. <laughs> yeah, he was—he almost Ace Ventura just a couple of times. Yes, this, the rumor doing the rounds is that Vince had to be talked out of having Lashley do the Ace Ventura thing, where he talks <laughs> with his butt cheeks. But let's move uh, on to the. I haven't come up with a name of it. We'll just go a moment with the year. I'll think of something cool <laughs> later. You say I should be happy because I have your respect. 
I have your respect. Welcome Survivor Series. Rhonda, you're gonna find out that it's not your respect that I'm coming after, it's your arm. And I don't care if you're the baddest bitch on the planet, cause I'm gonna make you mine. The Becky Lynch Award for Moment of the Year. A wonderful moment of the year. Uh, I had OTT reaction to Devlin. And we've talked about it. Gordo had the same. Fitz, you bastard. I never thought of that. It's my number one. The ultimate deletion. Mm. I, was gonna, I was thinking about it. I, I, I dropped it off. I totally, totally forgot about that. Make a change. Go quick. Uh, no, all of mine are pretty vital to the story <laughs> I'm telling here, but I'm putting it in as an honourable mention. Uh, yeah, I, th- this was absolutely incredible. The Scooby Doo thing in the land of obsolete men. Chair <laughs> <laughs> of wheels. <laughs> the Halloween special was great too. Oh, uh, so good. Yeah, I, I had to put on a number one because just. As good as it was, just the hilarity we had discussing it that week as well. It's <laughs> st- it stuck with me, like, what, the, yeah. eight, nine months later? It's one of uh, my favourite episodes that we did. But the Halloween special, they had uh, Godfather there get thrown into the Lake of Reincarnation and come back as Papa Shango. That was and, amazing. Oh, so good. Uh, Titus World Slide, Nikki. Number five for you. Yeah. I just think it was an iconic moment of the year and it was replayed like fuck and I burst the hole out of myself <laughs> <after> <laughs> first time I <laughs> oh so good uh, Devlin's loss again number four for Fitz uh, Golden Lovers reunite Gordo you another one there yeah just oh, so good the whole the beat down and Coda coming in for a save and the hug just he everything has panned out since it's just long term yeah he had him at hello uh, I had Enzo Mori appearing at Survivor Series for four and a half seconds before he was beaten up by a woman <laughs> was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life so that gets thrown in there uh, next have you up, listened to the album yet? you can have see you it, to the album? yeah well it's great I actually think the terrible singles are better than the album to be honest I prefer his older stuff, Gordo, you know, I'm a bit of an Enzo yeah. hipster, you know. You liked him before he was cool. <laughs> I liked him before he was a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> he's before on he Sp- made it. The album's on Spotify. Oh, he's really coming. He must be like that one, Cardi B now. Oh, wait, no, hang on. We're also on Spotify. <laughs> That's true. Ah, it's just rolling in money. The money, the money's in SoundCloud, clearly. Uh, I went straight up with, uh, you know, our good friends at Bluetooth could have helped out with this moment, this segment, but... The penis druids, the Undertaker entrance for Joey Ryan and all in. I oh. fucking split myself laughing. You had this ridiculous hardcore match between Hangman and Joey Janela. And then yo, you knew it was gonna happen, the story on BTE, but the, the Undertaker entrance for Joey Ryan with the penis druids. Fucking hilarious. So good. Uh once again, the OTT reaction definitely lost for Nikki. A lot in there. <laughs> How did this not get number one? Uh, Daniel Bryan coming back fits. We haven't mentioned that. Yeah, it's that, the surprise that day when it got announced and got confirmed, I think. None of us really expected it in WWE. We thought they were going to let him see at his contract and if he really wanted to go wrestle, he'd go on the indies. But they buckled under the pressure and gave him his life back. And it was really cool to see. Mm. 
No, it was a slow build after that, but we're finally there now. He's back mm. in the main event. He's the champion, and he's a heel, and he's doing fantastic. Yeah. And he lost to Mustafa Ali. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my next one was Omega winning the title. I, I don't think I've reacted to something quite as much as my next pick uh, in a very, very long time like that. Uh, Gordo had Daniel Bryan. Uh, the Z- Owen and Zayn attack, yes. I forgot about that little wrinkle on it. It was just so good. And I was like, we, we expected, because it came out early in the afternoon that he was apparently cleared. I think it was Sean Ross Sapp and one or two others broke it. Then I'm pretty sure I stayed up for SmackDown that night because I needed to see this. I, 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 was, I was working at seven o'clock the next morning. Uh, on that, before you go any further, did we all wait up for Raw this week because Vince was back? Yep. Yes. That's the first time in a long time we've all been had the group chat going and watching Raw. Yeah. Mm. Telling you, man. Telling you. Well, I, I'm Breakout off. start 2019. I'm off every second Tuesday. So I stay up every second week for Raw. Ah, yes. But uh, yeah, just that own Zane attack. He, like, he took the fucking apron powerbomb spot his first night back. Just You're back amazing. from neck issues and concussions, <laughs> and you take the apron spot your first night back. Yeah. yeah, all in in general for Fitz and Nick is number two there. Just in general, just a yeah. good show, yeah. just a cool moment. Just the overall experience and the fact that they managed to pull it off. Uh, if you want to pull it off, almost in time. It was like the first. It's like the first ECW pay per view that just made it. Um, Gordon had Ultimate Deletion as number one. Uh, we've talked about that already, but the rest of us had the Becky Lynch invasion of Raw, where she ended up getting covered in blood. Turns out she was knocked out and on her feet and had that thing on the stairs where she says she's the man or I own, I run the show or whatever it was after t- making Ronda tap in the back. Of course, Nia Jax. Turns out in the long run, could have been a good thing, but it did rob us of Ronda and Becky. But at the time, that was Attitude Era... Nitro style greatness. Yep. Mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, so good. Best moment of the year. The yep. man was born that night. Uh, there's also another of a mention on this whole moment of the year. I noticed uh, it now. Yes. I've noticed. Yeah. Uh, before we go any further, we had Becky uh, with 18 points, all in with 11, and then others with various below. But with a whopping 483,000, <laughs> we have Gordos here. The, old, uh, all, the old honorable mention of the Admiral. Ah. The cock goblin himself. <laughs> <laughs> the dildo enthusiast. <laughs> the phallus philanthropist. <laughs> the penis pioneer. <laughs> Ryan Satin. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. We weren't the end of the year without me going off on one at some stage. Boys. Oh, I can't even remember what we did. It, it was probably... Yeah, you said something to him about him about his love of cocks. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think I did. Were we not oh, defending wrestling soup or something? It was no. It, soup, it? No, it was. Uh, he liked a show, and you said it was misogynist. Yes, it was, and then he blocked yeah. us. Oh yes, and then I did it from the football account, and he blocked that. Uh, it's always sunny. It was something to do with it's always sunny. It's always sunny. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was talking about Sweet Tea. That's the way you should. That's the kind of show you watch, Ryan. Where that poor woman, Sweet D, is attacked like this all the time by these awful misogynist, uh, white privileged men. Blocked. Like, uh, you fucking pathetic piece uh, of shit. Shout out for for uh, the Road Dog as well. That that all happened this year. Yeah, all the Road Dog interactions. We had a lot friends. of them. 
great friends with Road Dog now, so we are followed I, by Road Dog. Can't say a word now. Have to be on our best behavior at all times. <laughs> I, everyone knows at the start of this year, I was a ridiculously big Road Dog critic. I actually really? have, I imagine that. So you'll have to go back and listen to our back catalog on SoundCloud, Stitcher, TuneIn. Or many, many articles on uh, TubeWithSports.com. Yeah, which fire road dog. <laughs> um, no, I, I I just didn't get it. I thought this, the program was struggling. Jesus Christ, how they turned SmackDown around. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the deals with Road Dog, I've gained a hell of a lot of respect for the guy. And it was a couple of interesting interactions with him. So, respect. Even though he blocked us, apparently. Was it No DQ or Ringside put it up, wasn't it? That apparently he blocked us. Yep. yep. Yeah. Yeah. The trolls. Yep, well done on your journalism there, dickheads. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, God, what have I done? Oh, <laughs> me no work computer good. Steve killed internet. Yeah. Um, uh, well, Goldust blocked us as well. Goldust fits. And pretty. JBL, of course. JBL. I, mean, he, I don't think we ever said anything to him. I think he just sought us out. And, like, yeah, no, his, his was the aftermath of the first road dog incident. Yeah, it was actually. But he didn't block us on it. He didn't do it that day. He did it later. He did it like two or three days later after us and Road Dog actually had a really good conversation about stuff. Where <laughs> we actually, you know, we give opinions back and forth and, you know, discuss things like adults. Then JBL came in like a fucking prepubescent cunt and fucking blocked us. Oh, Justin Roberts knocks him the fuck out sometime. Good year, though, lads. Good year. First full year we've had doing the pod. Not bad. There you go. The bit in for the best show. <laughs> Where do you give that? Where does that wrestling land? <laughs> Back, <laughs> wrestling suit, yeah. Back last post show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast. Uh, what's your f- favorite episode then? This Oh, new Matt Riddle uh, PC video has gone up, by the way. Ooh, I, I still think for me, I, I loved the Backlash post show or was it episode 36 was the one where I went off on one about the Lashley sisters. Yes, and that made it into the uh, end of year seal kiss by rose of compilation. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah the, the, those two stood out to me because I, I reached new levels of anger around about that period. <laughs> that uh, period. <laughs> uh, yeah, live now. Oh, where's the other video? Trying to, do, uh, never mind. Doesn't Behind the curtain too much there. <laughs> um,. Yeah, that's it for the Bitines 28th, the second annual prestigious Bitines. Exactly. These were our votes, but if you want to see what our loyal followers have voted, check out the tweets that we put out all during the week about the top four and see what they decided were the right number yeah. one picks. But at the end of the day, Johnny right, Gargano. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. I don't know how to end this one now. Well, you know, we could end it by reminding all of our loyal listeners where they can find more of us. Um, oh, funny there was some way. If there was only a way to just kind of make sure that we're plugged in to what we do, um, well, I know, uh, I can remind them. Um, you can get more of us, the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, on all good podcast apps. You can get us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, we're on Spotify, pretty much anywhere any of those feed into, which is the majority of the internet. Uh, if you want more of our wrestling content, you can get us on Twitter. It's at 2BitWrestling. If you want to get more of our articles and just random funny stuff, you can get us on Facebook. It's facebook.com forward slash 2BitSports. And if you want to keep up to date with our articles related to wrestling, video games, 
just football anything that pops into our head that we kind of think we want to vent about which we will be posting a lot more of in the new year you can get us on <laughs> our main hub our, our website which is tubesports.com on the internet um, you know new year new us and lots more new content yes good one good one I like it and uh, another week has passed and I have not replied to tune in yet <laughs> <laughs> God Steve you said like last week you were going to yeah it's been a three week saga now uh, I'm still uh, dealing with last week's show if you know what I'm saying yeah. but uh, it's just coming down to my computer as we speak you know <laughs> Using my still time travel again. device. Again, it was so good. You want to listen to the back? No, I want to. You know what I want to do? I want to. I want to edit it again. You know, I just want to get right in there. <laughs> Nothing I love more than spending my Wednesday evenings. I mean, the sexy producer. That we pay with all of our millions of pounds. Um, uh, I, I think I don't mention for an incident this year. Circa, Circa happened. Ah, oh, Circa. Jesus, I'm going to have her on. Should have had her on. Pull on now. Let me pull her off. She's fucking on everything else. Let me get her on Skype now. Hold on a second now. Skype. Sarka. See if she's around. She's not doing a show, is she? What time of the night is this? 10 o'clock. Oh, night radio. Ah, she is. Yeah, she's probably in the, down the front door now, Sarka. Sure, give her a buzz. Give her a buzz. Give her a buzz. Looking for prey down the keister. Oh, no. Boing. 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 How's everybody? Good, now, good. Any thoughts on uh, any of the Bedeen winners? What's your moment of the year, Sarka? Uh, my moment of the year was when all of my loyal listeners texted me. Some of them texting me. <laughs> oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> if Gordo. you're a sweet baby Jesus, it was his birthday last week. Make sure to text me if you ever knew baby Jesus. Gordo, have you any questions for Sarka after your holiday away? Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, get yourself tested uh, I got something off you um, so seriously I, I don't know what the fuck it was uh, it nearly fell off so get yourself sorted love before you fucking do someone else a great disservice Gordo had uh, used some uh, free bluetooth using code um, something and had only then had he discovered such was the power of the bluetooth that he discovered there was a whole new area that was infected the whole new area infected <laughs> thanks to that fucking trollop Oh, it was good to have Sark in anyway. That's how we'll end it this week rather than the plugs. I just plugged it. <laughs> and if you want to just plug it. <laughs> uh, next week will be Wrestle Kingdom, Wrestle Kingdom, Kingdom Preview. Yeah. Mm. We might watch we might, we might have a dip we'll dip mm. our toe in, but I think there's a lot to be not to be discussed now on the old Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, let's uh, try to get that one out a bit early, will we? We'll get that out now as quick as possible. Yeah. Um Monday or Tuesday if we could do it. If we're not doing normal stuff, then we don't need to wait for Raw or SmackDown. So we could do it pretty early. New Year's Day is Tuesday, is it? Yes, queen. What are you at New Year's Day? I'm working uh, until six. I'm working nights. No, I'm working until uh, six p.m. After or until? Until. So we could do it after that, maybe. Mm-hmm. I'm off. So yeah, I could do. It. I'm yeah. off. Nah, I'm good. Cool. So we're doing a Tuesday then. <laughs> get it out Tuesday, and I'll I'll ship it out that night. Yeah, we can get it out to all our lovely loyal listeners. Yep. Starting a new year on a high, baby. Speaking of which, fuck tons of new SoundCloud followers. 
I don't know if I'm on a follow train by accident or something, but every time I go on, there's like five more. It's weird. Let's get more often then. Anyway, good Euro. Bettino? Good Bettino, like Destino. Gordo Mamio? Destino. Fuck off, Fitzo. Fuck your mama. I gotta go. But yes, 2018's over. Uh, that's the first first full year under the belt, I suppose. R.I.P. Sure. 2018. R.I.P. in pieces. R.I.P. in pieces. Just awful sad. <laughs> Just awful sad. All he wanted was a bit of cheese. Uh, yes. So yes. Wrestling Kingdom preview. Next week. Yeah, I have to go eat Tuesday. some more turkey sandwiches. Let's New Year's go. Day. Turkey curry happen. for me, baby. Right yes, in your face. Uh... Good night, oh. Good year, oh. Night, oh. Oh, Wrestle Kingdom. Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs>